Dear AB Tweeps, you've found the leading podcast for technology-related funds and stuffs today. And have we got a show for you this evening. This is Justin Watts at Paladin Machina, and you're listening to the AB Power Up. Hey, everyone. This is Katie McGregor-Bennett with KMB Communications. We're here tonight. We're going to have a fantastic CDA show. It's all about the CDA show with Ben Bruno against Joey Kolchinski. Let's do this. It's AB Power Up. And I'm Corey Moss at CB Moss, and you are listening to, as Katie said, a very special CDA show here on AV Power Up on Rave Radio. Rave Radio is sponsored by Ingram Micro. Find them for all your AV and IT needs at www.ingrammicro.com. I gave the W's tonight. I will not give them to you next week, so pay attention if you need them. Um... We do have a very special show tonight, and tonight, as you heard, there are three of us. The rest of the crew was given the week off. As a matter of fact, they've been given two weeks off. Mm-hmm. I tell you, Vin and Joey, I don't know about you, but uh, you know, given, the, given this crew two weeks off, um, I hope they come back strong next week you know, with the big rest. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what you think about that, but um, you know. We got summer vacation going. Uh, it's our, yes, it's our late summer vacation. That's right. So uh, the crew is benefiting from it. For some reason, though, uh, we need a host, a uh, person to record and produce the show, and somebody to be the Google. So that's why you have the three of us. So, <laughs> so, the Google cannot be replaced. No. I have, I have very little value otherwise. I have well, made myself the Google. Right, right. So since we know that we need uh, the Google, then there is no other uh, Justin Watts does have to be here with us, but we do have a great show. And without further ado, I am going to turn this over to our wonderful host tonight. That is Katie McGregor Bennett. Take it away, Katie. And I haven't said that in a long, long time. So you've been waiting for it. You've been, you've been practicing for this night for six months at least. I was practicing all day for it. <laughs> great, great, great. Well, thank you, thank you. Now at the uh, Corey for handing the mic to me, but really the thanks goes to Ben Bruno of CDN, new CEO, relatively new. Ben, we're gonna we're we're approaching your anniversary here. And we've got Joey Kolchinski from One Vision Resources. So Joey and I work together. So we've got a little bit of a background in history here, but really it's all about the the CDA show and sort of background and history and what the show's gonna how the show's gonna be different this year. And I think for all of us on the CDA side of the world, the fact that CDA is different this year is a really big deal. And it's more than just a statement. It's really, it's, it's the representation of several years, many years, if you will, of evolving, of listening to the integration community, to the AB Tweets, and developing an event that sort of suits the needs of the, of the integrator of today a lot better. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, then, if you would, why don't you share with us a little bit of sort of, you know, how is CD evolved? What's, what's different? Take it away. Well, I'll tell you, you know, last year, you know, when I joined CD on October 1st, you know, we had our show two weeks later. And I was pleasantly surprised by the energy on the show floor. As a matter of fact, it was, it was an energy unlike anything I had seen previous to 2008. Um, so, you know, I, I gave uh, our staff some, some targets for success, right? So last year at the show, we were in Dallas, we had 18,764 attendees. And I said, okay, so what success for us will look like this year is that we break through 20,000 that we drive mainstream media to our show. And uh, so you, you could see the marketing efforts. I've never seen so much marketing, not just by Cedia, 
but by all of the exhibitors uh, to, you know, to, to make the show what it is. Because, you know, when I go out and I speak with exhibitors, you know, I say, it's not just about CEDIA making it a success. It's about you working with us. You know, uh, Melissa Andresco at, at Lutron, she's been a wonderful partner. You know, she's on TV all the time. She's got great PR efforts. And I said, hey, I'm driving mainstream media. I need you to drive mainstream media as well. So again, you know, it's, it's like nothing I've seen before. My staff, they said, well, it's going to be difficult because, you know, we're in the same city two years in a row. So, you know, my first directive was pretend like we've never been there and market it that way. And secondly, why the heck are we in the same city two weeks in a row? And the answer was, well, we've always done it that way. So that changes, you know, future cities, you'll see a new pattern, uh, you know, where it won't be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday pattern. It'll be a, you know, you know, a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, you know, we're going to actually put that as part of a survey question. And if, you know, our audience concurs, then we'll move the pattern. And then once we get through our contractual obligations in the future, uh, we will probably be, you know, Indianapolis, Denver, and the city, Indianapolis, Denver, and the city. But in the meantime, for the short term, the next two CDs, three CDs, we have this Dallas, next year San Diego, and the following year San Diego. So, you know, it's just a matter of us doing things differently, challenging the past ways of doing things. And, and I think, you know, what we've got is really, we've got a lot of people excited about the show. That's a great, so that's a perfect segue actually for Joey, which is, you know, taking what's, what has been done, challenging it and creating something new and bringing it to CD in 2016. And so, you know, with, with that, Joey, tell us a little bit about One Vision Resources and what, uh, what you guys are doing at the show. And then I'm going to circle back to then we're going to go back into the education mode. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, you know, it's, I, CD really holds a special place in my heart uh, because the massive transition that One Vision went through really sort of started right before CDA 2015 and had a chance to breathe a life of its own at CDA 2015. Um, I had always been an integrator for many years before, and um, uh, we had, but we had always focused on service. So we were a service first company focusing on RMR. And uh, right around the time of CDA, I was expressing frustration to um, in, you know, uh, an industry leader and and he was, you know, giving me some advice and saying, you know, if you really want to focus on the service thing, you should consider finding a way to do it at a more national level without rolling trucks, right? And, and this was a guy who was really focused on, on scalability and building big things. And uh, it really got me thinking. And I went to CDA 2015 a month later, used it as this amazing focus group, walked the show floor, set up lots of meetings. You know, my friends at Ihiji were, were incredibly helpful with that. And uh, by the end of the show, the idea had, you know, changed over half a dozen times. And when we got back, we put our heads down, focused for a few months. And January 1st, we came out and launched our service, um, which is this turnkey service management platform uh, that provides tier one instant response 24-7 to uh, integrators and users, their clients, and then uses that data to go sell service plans on their behalf and ultimately creates the amazing experience that um everybody is is trying to create and uh justin i'm having a very hard time not laughing 
uh, at your mm. comments. So thank you for taking me out of my insane seriousness. You should. <laughs> Smile, laugh. This is, this is the fun show in the AV world. Oh, I love it. Joey, welcome, welcome officially it. to AV Power Up. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you're you, actually Corey. doing episode 70, so that's uh, nice. right there. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yourself, uh, but uh, do continue. Uh, no, that 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 was it. Great timing. Great timing, Justin. <laughs> well, and I think that's you know I kind of wanted to segue over to to uh, to Joey and yes, Justin segues at Cedia, mm. not the motorized segues that were. Oh, come on, segue, segue. Google can hurt on one of those things. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> you can. There's a whole other story. Yeah, self-driving but anyways, segues. But mm -hmm. anyway. Um, I think that it's a, it's a really interesting, the Cedia the, the side of things, we're, we're definitely in a transition this year. And mm. as we were kind of chatting a little bit before you hit the, the almighty record button, the Cedia this year is going to have a different influence. We've got has been mm. teed up at the beginning. He's looking to bring in mainstream media. Mm. You know, Joey's side of things, he's looking at how do I represent now a service operation? What do I need to bring to the show to uh, in, inspire and educate the integration community? But also what do I need to take back from the show? Mm -hmm. So that he can go and do what he just did this last year, which is, oh my God, you know, I just sucked it all in and I soaked it all up. And now I'm back and kind of pivoted my entire business model. You know, Corey, as you were saying, there's got a lot of commercial guys, a lot of commercial companies are coming in to see to take a look at what's going on. And, and I forget, how did you say it before? Somebody had mentioned that there was, uh, maybe it was, been, you know, I want to be able to see my products in peace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a great story. Then why don't you tell that story? Well, yeah, well, again, you know, uh, after our show last year, I'm on the plane. I see my good friend, Ralph Capria, who is the president of AV Services. And uh, I asked him, I said, hey, what are you doing here? You know, were you, were you in Dallas to, see, uh, to walk my show? He said, yep. He goes, at, at the Infocom show, I am just, I've got salespeople all around me. At the Cedia show, I could see my commercial products in peace. So I was able to walk the show. And when you think about, you know, our installations, you know, they're in, you know, large homes and, you know, our clients expect commercial grade and, and that's what's there. It's not that different from what you see at a commercial event. Mm, and and that, is a, that is really a great story. And, and you know, uh, we were talking before we uh, started, but the commercial side of the industry is watching Cedia very closely this year, Vin. I think possibly more closely than before. Uh, and that, that speaks volumes as far as I'm concerned. Hey, listen, just uh, in the past couple of weeks, companies like HB Communications started following me on Twitter. So I'm seeing all my, my, my past friends from, uh, you know, my days of working on the commercial side starting to follow me. So, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's very big, obviously from Crestron, but that's very big then mm -hmm. that they're following you mm -hmm. now on the Cedia side as well. So uh, that, that's great. That's great stuff. And not to mention, I'm proud of our partnership with uh, Infocom. You know, Dave Labuskis and I work very closely together. We have a 50-50 uh, partnership on, uh, you know, the, the world's largest AV show, the uh, Integrated Systems Europe. And um, so we work well together. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that this year, I, I think we're just going to see kind of a different face to the show. As you said, Ben, I, I picked up a bunch of followers in the last couple of weeks that are more commercially oriented, um, which is, it's kind of interesting because for us, we're doing a full 360. We, we came out of the residential space. We started working more in commercial and now we're a little bit more balanced on the residential side than, than we are on the commercial, but you know, about 60, 40 right now. Yeah. And I find that that really helps from a communication standpoint. It's challenging because you do have to don different hats. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to, be, to communicate in a singular voice. 
So it's almost a good litmus test to go through a commercial pitch and go, okay, so now do, you know, talk about it on the residential side. Does it still make sense? Does, does the message trans, does it, does it convert over to the residential audience or not? Mm -hmm. And I, more and more, I'm finding that those messages really can be delivered in the same voice with the same, same messaging, with just, you know, kind of the nuances between the two channels in between. Right. So, just spending time. Yeah, I'd like to share this. Uh, last week, uh, I was in Sydney for the Integrate 2016 show. It's, it's a show that both Infocom and Cedia that we have an interest in. And Gary Kay from Rave came over to do the keynote. And he pointed out something that, you know, was to the chagrin of Dave and to my pleasure. And he's right. And I never thought about this, that the home technology professionals have uh, better skills at advanced networking than the commercial guys do. And, and it's a valid point that, you know, in an integration or, uh, you know, an automation of a conference room at Cisco, at, you know, ConocoPhillips, that that installation is met by top IT professionals and racks full of Cisco. In the home, there is no IT manager and it's, it's, our, it's our members that build out the proper networking infrastructure to support all the technology in the home. So Gary pointed that out very publicly. <laughs> very publicly. Very publicly. <laughs> and, to, and to that point, if you want to build it and not make 16,000 service calls to the same residence, speaking as a four resi installer, you build it right the first time. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's, a, that's a great point, Vin. I got to tell you because, uh, yeah, for the, for the home technology professionals, it's, it's on them. And, you know, and again, like, like in corporate and all that, there's the support staff and everything else that's helping and, and everything. No, it's on them to, uh, to do what they do. And I guess on your side, Joey, uh, you know, building out your service operation as it is, um, you know, that's a big deal too, right? Totally. I mean, I've always been a very, very big believer in the idea that the home technology professional is the future technology manager of the home. Um, you know, they're, today they just happen to do a lot of AV stuff, but in the future, it's going to be all sorts of technologies in the home. It's going to be the computers and the iPhones and email and calendar and contacts and photos and music and all the AV stuff. They're really going to be looked at as a trusted partner. And so that was the, the, the sort of thesis we had when we said, you know what, the, it's time that the, the consumer space had a 24-7 instant awesome, you know, resource for support. And that was the only way that the local integrator would be able to fill that void in the future, right? So we really want to see the, the CDA community become the future technology manager of the home. I think that's, that's the way of the future. And one thing that I find most amusing about this, and you all stop me if you've heard this before, um, right now, our listeners are either one of two things. Either they're shrieking in terror because we're talking about the home market branching into the commercial market. Or they're really embracing this and kind of, you know, seeing this come forward. And it's kind of like that old saying, the cobbler's children have no shoes, right? When you're an AV, when you're an AV professional in the commercial world, either you have a really awesome AV setup at home or you have nothing. Because when you get home at the end of the day, you do not want to see anything AV related ever again. <laughs> I'm the opposite of that. I have a really nice setup at home. Um, that's one thing we have to start embracing because it's not just the AV professionals that have the nice setup at home now everyone is getting into this market and everyone is bringing that flair to the table, whether it's in the commercial market or the resi market, it's actually branching out and moving both ways. Mm -hmm. 
definitely, definitely. And there's well, a, you know, been, I think Caldwell Bankers is kind of a good with the association now that Cedia has with Caldwell and some of the conversations that are taking place at Cedia. We talk about that. That's kind of, a, to me, that's a perfect connecting point to it. Well, yeah, you know, with Coldwell Banker, you know, now it, it's it's practically organically growing, right? They've got over 80,000 real estate agents all over the world, and those real estate agents will help create the awareness of what CEDIA is, okay? CEDIA, not the, the acronym Custom Electronic Design and Installation Association, but CEDIA, the trademark word uh, that's synonymous with technology, and Coldwell Banker only wants CD members in the, that, those homes to prepare it, stage it for sale, um, you know, with technology. And, and, you know, what Joey stated before is a shift, uh, you know, in, in the direction, right? The founding fathers of Cedia, you know, nearly 30 years ago uh, had one thing in mind, okay, and that would be custom uh electronic design but today with the the ubiquity of technology you know homeowners truly are looking for that single point of contact for all their technology needs and that's what the cd member provides not to mention okay uh you know our our best uh, home technology professionals that they uh they not only you know do million dollar systems they also go to those homes and install Sonos and take care of, of, of what's needed with that. You know, Vin, one of the best things that I experienced in taking on our first partners in this industry, and we, we really refer to our customers as partners because we're really partnering in business to do service and, and share in the revenue. Um, the first partners that we brought on, they are already talking to me about how we can enable them to take on IT support in the home. And I don't mean the network, I mean, the computers, the email, the phones, right? The, the personal technology things beyond the home tech things, they are sensing that the clients badly want somebody to support everything, right? right? And have that single point of contact. So it is very actively on our roadmap to enable the best of integrators today to become that really comprehensive technology manager in the future. It's, it's happening, it's happening right now. Right, and, and it is also, uh, you know, a convergence, right, because it's in the home. The home's our sanctuary, right? There's also a convergence with uh, security and technology in the home. Mm -hmm. and so it's all coming to one, and, and that's the shift that we're seeing, and it's going to be very, very profitable for our CDM members. That's kind of a great way to introduce the keynote and what Shelly Palmer is going to be talking about. So assume that between what Shelly's talking about on the Thursday keynote and as well as the Friday keynote, kind of that combination, that tag team right, uh, right there, that's, that's what we bring to the table. Right, well, you know, so let's just talk about the show for a little bit, right? We started our show a day early in terms of the education. So now we've got from Tuesday through Saturday of education. For the first time, we have two keynotes, one on Wednesday night, the, the eve of the show opening, and the other on Friday morning. We have 12 CD talks, six panels, one of a very important one being led by Joey, uh, and uh, eight featured events in our booth, right? We've got big news surrounding us just from yesterday afternoon with Sonos uh, announcing integration partners, right? Again, the importance of the CD channel to another major manufacturer like Sonos. And even Mark Zuckerberg making noise out there with uh, his, uh, you know, AI smart home that he's about to announce uh, in another month. 
you know, hopefully he'll be our keynote speaker in San Diego. Oh, Vin, is this a bomb drop? Oh, no. have we got a bomb drop that? on AB Power? Talking. Oh, Vin. What's cool about uh, about Mark Zuckerberg is he wants to build Jarvis, right? The, yes. the Iron Man, his home. And uh, who can bring that to the masses other than CD members? That's so mm -hmm. a beautiful fit. Yeah. And who's going to service Jarvis, Joey? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, what a setup. <laughs> wow, that was just so perfect. I just, I just bundled it. I think he was thinking. I could see it was like, it was like a hog. Years. It was just a reach through the. You just, room. you really just had me thinking about Iron Man. I mean, just love that movie. <laughs> yeah. so. nice. Well, one, okay. one bomb drop. Be, be around for the uh, ribbon cutting. It's going to be quite energetic. We, we've already got this on the map for next year, our Cedia show, Vin, and uh, we are fully expecting to make that uh, official announcement next year. Um, but no, that's a very good thought, Vin. I got to tell you, with that happening and with him doing this and, you know, with him, whatever he wants to do, whatever Zuckerberg wants to do is something that, well, he won't stop until he does it. So, you know, I mean, I think this is something very worth watching and observing and especially for the cedia market um you know with thoughts like that so uh you know really well, all good it's stuff no, it's no secret that mark zuckerberg has hired the the, the greatest ai minds from all over the world right yeah. right absolutely and ai you know we talk about ai in the industry we talk about other things as well but again these seem to be to me in on the cedia side more where it can take place is reality to me, um, you know, and I'm sure you think the same thing and Joey probably as well, uh, where such things as AI and all, uh, you know, I mean, we have the internet of things on your side. All right. And that's, uh, that's obviously there and, and known that's, you know, that's the next maybe at that point. We're, we're seeing a really great opportunity for AI in a slightly less obvious manner. Um, you know, I think for the first time, uh, the industry has had a, a team of humans sitting there evaluating every single monitoring notification that comes off, uh, you know, uh, hundreds of homes um, since we started. Um, and it is, it's really neat the data that we've actually produced by you know, filtering through every notification and applying a human analysis to it and seeing, you know, okay, like there are, there is such a thing that technology is actually always going down and up in the background and you actually never really notice it, right? It's amazing now that we've analyzed every notification, how often stuff comes offline on the network that comes back up. And the AI can, you know, an improved AI and improved pattern recognition scheme within monitoring systems that IHEG is working on you know, will will really revolutionize how support is even delivered, um, and it's really neat to see the 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 convergence of their technology development with the data that we're producing by throwing some real humans at it. Right before you develop AI, you sort of need to have a real human become an expert, right? And and then you can start to generate the the logic on the AI side. So it's it's neat. There's a lot of neat stuff happening there for sure. Yeah. And, you know, Ben was talking about, well, where the whole conversation is sort of centered around the Internet of Things. And as we've talked often on the show, it's the Internet of all things, Internet of everything. Mm -hmm. Joey, you've, you've talked a little bit about the Internet of Broken Things. And, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of an interesting approach as well. And, Corey, I don't know if you've, you've kind of heard this, this dialogue a bit, but it's, it, can I take it away and talk a little bit about that? Because it is, it's important to, to 
the approach from, from the broken aspect up. Yeah, you know, I, I when I was younger and starting out in this in this industry, I, I used to actually be really concerned that tech was going to become so simple that I would be, um, you know, become obsolete as a service provider. And, you know, I remember at the time, my brother, you know, reassuring me, he was like, look, you know, while things might get simpler, simpler also means that it's more prevalent. And if it's more prevalent in a fragmented manner as it's become, then you have a lot more integrations and the integration points are where things are going to get broken. And, uh, you know, that's, that's playing out in real life right now. Um, you know, I, the, the best example I love giving is, is the VHS player and Apple TV. You know, back in the day, it was the VHS player. And the worst that happened was the 12 o'clock sign flashing. It was the worst thing. And nobody cared. And now you have an Apple TV that's, if anything, less expensive to install, much simpler to use, supposedly, right? And, and, and connected, everybody can just, just do it themselves. There's no tapes to rewind or anything like that. But the thing is breaking all the time, right? The tech works, but you have a Netflix billing issue or the, it's buffering because of the internet connection or iTunes doesn't have the content that you expect and it's a user error thing and you don't know which, which app to go to to get your content. I mean, the stuff is just always causing problems even if the tech itself is working as expected, right? And that is the internet of broken things that at the very least I think consumers are experiencing and will continue to, uh, to, to experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know it's a it's an interesting point of point of view, but uh, I think the show this year in particular we're going to see a lot more sort of challenging conversation that brings a lot of those types of points to light. And as an industry, I think it's going to force us to work through them and figure out how to deliver a better experience and get to that exceptional experience that we continue to talk about. And you know, that's kind of a term you and I bat back and forth pretty frequently. But it, you know, in my view, that's what that's what we're here to do is to deliver an exceptional experience, regardless of the application. So it's you know, it's for residential and commercial. You know, and that's uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of that at, at the show this year and then into 2017 and beyond. You know, at, at our uh, keynote, we'll have over a thousand people in that room, right? Then those home technology professionals are, are going to get an earful from Shelley Palmer. Uh, Shelley Palmer, he's, you know, he, he's a CNN uh, technology expert. He's an expert for uh, Fox News and other news media. And you know what? He's not going to give a fluff uh, keynote. He's, he's going to talk about how we've left homeowners just alone. We go in, we install, we move on to the other job. Okay. And, and what homeowners want is they, they want you to stay. They want to be upgraded. They, they want that attention. Joey, you know, right. And, um, you know, he's going to talk about how much money we've all left on the table and how much, uh, you know, there is to, to have with staying with the customer and constantly keeping them up to date. All right, Vin, I can't, I can't let that perfect setup go. So I got to give you a little bit of background on how we did things as an integrator and how we didn't leave that money on the table. Um, we, I started doing this full time in 2008 and from the very first day started focusing on RMR. I started uh, charging $300 a month for what was, what was effectively the Joey Club, right? Mm -hmm. If you want me to even pay attention to you, then you know, you're going to pay $300 a month and then I'll bill you hourly. And over the years, I started to provide more and more service, but always responding instantly, being available 24-7. And so clients had me you know, supporting not just their computers, but then their AV systems. And then they had me building AV systems with their smart homes. So I sort of backed into the integration space, but all the while focusing on RMR and service. So by the end of 2015, we had uh, 
we had uh, converted our 40 families into paying about two and a half thousand dollars a month each to manage all of their technology. Now, of course, I'm referring to some very, very high net worth families, but the point is the pain they experience is the same pain everybody experiences. They are just demonstrating how much it's worth to them to have the pain go away. Right. We have families paying anywhere from $1,000 to $10,000 a month mm -hmm. to have this pain go away. And so for integrators who can meet that, that demand, right? And I truly think that our One Vision service offering by, by coming in and providing a, an amazing experience from the service desk, desk perspective, you know, we enable every integrator to go after that market. And at the high end, it's some big numbers. And as you scale down into the market, you know, you get to much larger volume. There's massive potential here, and we're really excited to enable everyone to get it, mm -hmm. to reach it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. So massive potential. That sounds like a perfect opportunity for a AV power up. Google, you want to talk a little bit about massive potential, money being left on the table, and things that integrators can do to not fall into that trap? Mm. Oh, my word. Sounds like a good one. Huh? Sit down and buckle up for this one. Cause yeah. this, Here we this go. May hurt, this may hurt a little. If there's band-aids out there, go ahead and tear them off because I ain't got time. So I'm going to address first the, the fact that when we talk about Cedia, when it comes to the kind of line, if you will, between resi and commercial, people don't give Cedia enough credit. I'm going to say that. I know people out there listening are probably rolling their eyes and tuning me out right now, but I'm saying it, I'm putting out there, they do not give Cydia enough credit. Why? We've made the case in the first 30 minutes of the show, very, very, very conceitly at this point in time, Cydia is where 80% of the technology you see your users asking for is where it starts. Mm -hmm. If you go to a residence and you walk in, you've just met your most discerning AV customer. I don't care which board member in which boardroom in which part of this country or world you're in, you've met your most discerning customer because their home is their sanctuary. It's their castle, if you will. And they only want the best. And I don't mean the best as in sometimes the best of everything. They may be able to be more cost efficient, but they want the best that works. So they take that once, they take that drive and they bring it into the workplace. That is where your customers are getting their frame of reference for everything that we do in the commercial AV market. Mm -hmm. There are very few technologies in our AV realm that are specific to just the commercial market. Very, 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 very few. And if you're upset because things like the Apple, uh, the, the Apple TV and the Chromecast are gaining market share, mayhaps you should talk to your users and figure out why they'd like something like that in the first place. Because it works. Because it does things that we can't do sometimes in the AV market. Providing that low cost efficient device that works the first time when it's, when it's installed and there's a support plan for it. Who has this in spades? Cedia, my friends. Cedia installers have this in spades. They see it every day. And like I said, they deal with the most discerning customers that we have in our marketplace. The paradigm has shifted. If you look 10 years ago, I would agree with you. The conference room was the pinnacle of AV technology. Today, friends, I will tell you the pinnacle of AV technology is not the conference room. It is the media room in the residence. Mm -hmm. If you want to see where our technology is going in the next five years, I invite you to go view some of these residences and these media rooms and see where you're going to be because that's where your adoption is coming from. If you want to see more of this and you want to see this drive and this move towards the new movement, I invite you. 
go look at the CDO website. Take a look at the myriad of training they have available. That is probably one of the most comprehensive training packages for an installer-based show that I've seen on a, in, 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 in actually in format. They, talk, they cover everything. They cover networking. They cover SEO. They cover at-home deliverables. They cover 4K. They cover all the things that we have to find the time to make for in our commercial market because we're trying to stamp out conference room, conference room, conference room. Oh, and by the way, they figured out what AV as a service looks like and have found a way to monetize it. Mm-hmm. If you're not looking at Cedia, or if you look at Cedia with some disdain, I invite you to change your viewpoint. Because if you want to see where we're going, you have to look at where we've been so far. And that is the AV Power Up. Hmm. Well, there, there was an old Cedia, but this new Cedia is uh, populated with people like Joey Kolchinski and Heather Sidorowitz and Todd Anthony Puma and... Uh, uh, and Alex Capasolatro. I mean, there, there's a new CDA. It's more energetic than ever. And, uh, you know, and, and technology, the market is driving us forward. It is not keeping us back. And, and you know, uh, the community of the CDA show is so important because that collaboration that takes place there amongst all of the home technology professionals and the manufacturer friends uh, and the partnerships like, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, are formed at, at the show and what, you know, are in place. Um, it's, it's terrific. And think about it. I'm not knocking in the commercial market by any small stretch of the imagination because there needs to be a serviceable entity to maintain that level of integration mm-hmm. by all means. What I'm saying is if you completely write off the consumer market and you and you treat it as an encro- encroaching on your market share you don't embrace it you don't look at those models and see where you come from you're missing the boat mm-hmm. and you said cd this is kind of the new cd i agree but the the heart and soul of cedia altogether has never changed mm-hmm. i want to deliver the top-notch services both hardware and service itself to consumers who have super stringent requirements. And I'm not saying they're, they're gonna, everything's gonna be hunky-dory all the time, but you're talking about folks who invite you into their home or into their residence to do X. And they expect, obviously, believe it or not, they do kind of expect more for their value when it comes to that kind of stuff because when it comes to the IT side of things, you know, we have an acceptable rate of loss when it comes to certain products. Joey mm-hmm. touched on it, you know, Joey touched on it, things falling off the network and coming back on. That's a standard IT practice. We assume that's going to happen. In the home, the tolerances for that are so, so, so much slimmer. And so the quality of attention to detail, right, and the quality of what we see in, in that level of install is just now being brought to light through entities like, you know, AQAV, you know, building that, those building blocks for us in the commercial industry, whereas Resi industry has always had to have a model quite like that to ensure that the customer was happy. You know, you're trading quality versus quantity. I have not installed 100 conference rooms in a house, but I have installed a really badass media room. It was only one, and that person still calls me today to talk about how awesome that was back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin, uh, last year I, I penned an article talking about AVIT convergence, and then the third part of that article I talked about how behind the residential industry always was from commercial. I said, we're always, you know, five or 10 years behind in best practices and concepts and, and relationships and, and, and our approach to, to implementation. 
And I think for the first time, what you're identifying here is there's an area where we are actually leading the pack when it comes to service, when it comes to monetizing service and recurring revenue and things of that nature, you know, there is a massive potential here. And uh, if we can figure out how to crack the nut, which I think we have when it comes to residential, then that opens up a, you know, the floodgates, um, you know, for something that, that I'm, I'm not quite sure commercial quite has the opportunity for, given that there are IT departments in, in many of these, uh, in these customers, you know, companies. Um, whereas in the home, that doesn't exist. And it's a, it's a, it's a massive opening uh, for the CDA community to go after. Uh, well, and, put them ahead of it. And then the whole thing about this, and I think this is the, the most, I consider the, the, the fun part to this, is that for Cedia, and for, let me, let me pull out real quick and just kind of make a more directed statement. For the residential installer, you have to be one-stop shopping. You have to be. Because there is no, like you said, there is no IT department. There is no facilities group. There is no person to go behind you to kind of make things quote unquote work. You know, say, there is no network guy to defer the, the defer the blame to when you plug something in and it doesn't work on the network. It's on you. So that's one thing that in the in the commercial side of the world we're just now feeling those pains. We're just now making that move into that market. Now, certain parts of our industry in the commercial side have done that flawlessly. They just rolled into it because they had the right people in the right place at the right time. Whereas on the residential side, you've had to have that in your back pocket since day one, right? There, there, there was no, I mean, there was a learning curve, but it was a <laughs> extremely short one because if you didn't, you weren't in business. Mm-hmm. So having that level of integration, having that little level of forethought and foresight into what's coming forward, I think is fantastic. It's huge. You know, we're going to move on to a conversation about a panel discussion taking place at CEDIA that involves you, Joey. But, you know, before that, Vin, you did happen to mention certain people in the energy that's in and around CEDIA now. And I think that's a giant thing to consider uh, for for the CEDIA side of the industry is the people involved, the energy they bring, the the more people they're going to to bring uh, and you even said in the beginning about, oh, we're in Dallas again this year. Why? You know, why can't we go somewhere else? Mm-hmm. I don't think that that matters or it should matter. Okay. It's in Dallas. You go to Dallas, you go to the show. Right. And more people will come to Dallas and go to the show. But, it, but again, I think the energy you're bringing, Vin, and mm-hmm. the people in and around uh, that you mentioned and more, that's the big deal now as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned at this point. Uh, you know, and what Joey's bringing and, and, and all, uh, you know, that's, that's the statement that I'm making at this point on it. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and, and this group that's there now, they're no longer afraid of, you know, Nest and Google and mm-hmm. Sonos and now Amazon. They're all on the, on the show floor. And not only are they on the show floor, but they're delivering keynotes and they're sitting on panels and, you know, they're, they're, they're driving the opportunity. The opportunity is there for those home technology professionals that want it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's move on. Uh, we're going to talk about this panel uh, session that's taking place. And what I'm going to read here, uh, Blueprint for Success, a CDA Breakfast Panel Session Explores Service-Centric Business Models and Shares Insights 
Uh, and according to what I'm seeing here, systems integration is a tough business. Uh, <laughs> Un understatement of the century, right? Under that is the understatement of the century. And that's actually in parentheses here. With, <laughs> with integrators and technologists battling increasing costs and decaying profit margins. Um, <laughs> another statement that is pretty apparent. <laughs> to address this, our industry is evolving in service-centric business models that caters to customers who demand more from their technology experience than ever before. To support this, a number of software tools, products, and services have been brought to market, many by former custom integrators who understand the pain of trying to make a profit from product sales and the design and installation of systems to help home technologists stream business processes. A Thursday morning breakfast and panel session being held the first day of Cedia will tackle this topic and takes a deeper dive into the challenges the integration community faces. The panel will discuss software platforms and operational strategies to consider and will share success stories integrators can implement to reap their own rewards. Um, so we're talking about former system integrators collaborate to simplify your world. Uh, industry leaders pre uh, present the blueprint for success, breakfast and panel discussion during CEDIA, sharing ideas for home technology to drastically improve operating efficiencies and generate recurring revenue through service plans. And there is that recurring revenue that so many are speaking about these days, and I know you're going to get to that, Joey. Um, Executives from D-Tools, they'll be at booth 2512. Ihiji, they'll be at booth 5712. One Vision Resources, that's Joey's company, booth 5712. Portal by Supply Stream, that's booth 1312. And Slate Plan, booth 3016, will participate in a free of charge panel discussion breakfast moderated by CE Pro Editor-in-Chief Jason Knott during Cedia 2016. Uh, the session takes place in Ballroom C at the K, K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, where CD takes place on Thursday, September 15, 2016 at 8 a.m. Is that correct, uh, Katie? I think you got it all right. All right. Yeah. There you go. And he, and he breathed, too. That's I was going to say, take, take a deep breath, Corey. I think if Katie had known that you would read every single word on that page, she actually would have put in other words. You know, <laughs> I, all I'm going to say is that as a publicist, it just, I, it just, I, I, tears came to my eyes. You read every word. <laughs> I know, you know she's my publicist, too, Joey. <laughs> oh, I did not appreciate that. I get it. She, she has a vested interest in you not screwing up. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yes, uh, I, I do read and breathe and everything else. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're still I, I trying to read. teach Katie, but you know, it's okay. Um, but there you go. So, uh, Katie, take over again. Let's talk about this panel this week. Yeah, yeah. So the blueprint, the blueprint for success panel is it actually is really interesting. Uh, it's a conversation, and it, it's as a kickoff to the show. I'm I'm hopeful that it will inspire additional conversation with integrators and suppliers, software platform providers, manufacturers, et cetera, as to how they, how they as an individual in the integration community can establish a stronger business, basing it on a service-centric business model. And it's something that we've talked about a lot of the last few years. It's definitely taking root. I mean, as much as we've talked about it here tonight, um, you know, for it to be as, as pervasive as it is for, for it to be on Vin's radar as strongly as it is at the companies like One Vision Resources and others, to be pivoting their business models to really kind of take it, take this into consideration. 
So I think that the blueprint session, as we're, you know, as we're calling it, blueprint for success session with the five um, companies that are represented there, really will give the industry an opportunity to explore how software platforms can be deployed and scaled accordingly to one's business needs, and then what that can, where that can take them down the road. And so, you know, with DTools, Slate Plan, Portal by Supply Stream, One Vision, Ahiji, you know, they all independently, they bring something pretty unique and pretty incredible to the table from, from what I know. But I also think that they're five of probably the, the best kept secrets of the industry. And some of them are newer than others. But, you know, I think it's, it'll be an opportunity for uh, the industry in large to, to sort of see how important um, platforms like this can be to not only the business that's being done today, but for the business that will be done tomorrow and into 2018, mm -hmm. 2020 and beyond. So, you know, that's kind of my big, my big intro. But, you know, Joey is the spokesperson for the group. If you would just, you know, kind of spend a couple of minutes on um, a little bit more than that, but just share with us what each of, of the individuals are bringing to the table and sort of how you guys, how each platform does interconnect at a point that sort of connects and then hands off to the next one, I guess, right? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, this is really awesome. I, I, it's majestical as Corey is typing right now is a perfect word. Um, this is also something that came about in 2015 CDO. So I it was sitting down and, and uh, Katie, right, at, right before our conversation, actually, I was talking to Randy Stearns and, and the two of us were, were just talking shop and realizing that, you know, there were a handful of other former integrators who identified problems in the industry and said, you know, we're going to, we're going to use our experience and what we learned and the lessons learned to stop being integrators and apply this to the rest of the industry. And what was really neat was not just that theme of former integrators, but also the fact that we together, we actually were each solving a different piece of the puzzle and we were starting to touch and connect. So, you know, if you think about the life cycle of a client and or of, of a client through your business, right? You start with business development, which is architects and builders, right? And, and referrals. And then you do uh, sales, which includes uh, design. And, and then eventually you turn it into engineering and, and then you have to go procure the product and then you have to put the pieces together and program it and implement it and install it and then you have to go service that thing forever and then hopefully monitor it and generate recurring revenue off of that you know the 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 problem is is that many years ago it was as simple as literally selling a job buying hardware installing hardware collecting a check it was pretty darn simple yes Corey and justin it was really complex as residential professionals but generally speaking, that life cycle was pretty simple. Now it has gotten so complex, right? The first mm -hmm. half of that cycle, right before the install, everything's gotten harder. I mean, sales even takes a lot longer. We're putting design time in that we don't get paid for. Engineering is much more complex. But then on the other side of the install, our margins are compressing because service is, is in increasingly demanding. And truck rolls are incredibly expensive and clients just expect more response, you know, more better responses for free. I'm going to breathe for a second. <laughs> so, you know, uh, we realize that, you know, it's really a different age here, right? We mm -hmm. need to uh, help integrators become more efficient, go back to their roots. What are they really good at? And what are they, what are they really useful at, given that there are others that can probably do things more efficiently? No, nobody can ever replace the relationship holder. The integrator holds the relationship, and that's really important to remember. And because of that, they can sell the project, and they can install the project, and they can provide the on-site service better than almost anybody. So the rest of us, 
right, especially the five of us who came together for this panel, can slot into the other areas of that life cycle and make it easier. So slate plan really makes sales turnkey, right, and helps uh, in some sense remove the customization from selling every job. Dtools really makes the engineering and project management a lot, uh, a, a lot uh, simpler and better and, and more structured. Supply Stream solved a massive problem of having to buy from a million different vendors. Uh, Ihiji solved the monitoring problem and therefore reducing truck rolls. And now One Vision is putting in the last piece and solving the support problem and ultimately generating the RMR. I mean, if you evaluate each of these vendors and plug them into your the your life cycle, your uh, your business process, you should notice some incredible benefits. Uh, and optimizations. And we are furthermore working together to make that simpler, right? We are working together as a group to integrate even more in order to enable a very, very smooth life cycle and kind of uh, path for your clients as they go through your company and, and, the, and the business that you do. But we are really excited about this panel and think that, mm -hmm. that it'll, be, it'll be an awesome discussion with the, with the, uh, the attendees. Well, and I think that one of the things you touched on, and I think there's kind of actually a dichotomy to it, right? You said it's getting more and more difficult. And the reason why it's getting more and more difficult is I, I like to call it the Iron Man principle. And I see it every day in my commercial world. And I guarantee it happens in the resi world, even though I'm a little far removed from that in time-wise. But, you know, virtual show of hands, how many people have seen the Iron Man movie? I want to raise my hand. I know Joey's going to raise his hand. So is Vin. Katie raised both her hands. Corey raised his hand. He probably saw it on VHS because he's old. So, um, you know, the Iron Man movie, and they go through, and Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, the display technologies they had in those movies got drastically better and better and better, right? They showed the evolution of Tony Stark and his brain. But what happens? Well, someone watches that on the big screen or at home or something like that, and they go find an integrator where the commercial residential, depending upon their flavor of, of need, and they say, I want that. That is where our our difficulties coming from that's where the change is coming right because you know it's no longer just the projector in the in the media room at home and bam you've got the the most epic av setup ever there's so much more to it and now when we add the it side of it you know the networking and the automation those become again more facets that just kind of adds that difficulty level you know we've gone from iron man 3 to, to age of ultron at this point in time right the dichotomy is it's so freaking simple to solve this problem. And you just described the solution right there. You just mm -hmm. described a streamlined, not just a streamlined P&L solution because you can actually go through control all the facets of your production into the line. But look at what Cedia is doing and what Infocom does at their shows and provides you with training opportunities to build those things up and to actually build your solutions right there before you leave the show floor. Hmm. It's out there for you people. It's out there. I promise. Go, go make this your, your, your journey to, you know, whatever, go find this. It's there. Hmm. Oh, please. I will stop talking now because I will get red in the face if I keep talking about it. Google has spoken. You must trust him. Okay. A you, amen, Justin. Amen. Yeah. But you know what? Let me, let me say this, uh, Joey and, and Vin and everybody involved. Uh, there's, a, there's a statement here 
we're at the breakfast. These prestigious companies will also announce the details of their collaborative plans. Collaborative collaboration. We like to use this word. It's a wonderful word. Uh, we do it all the time. We talk about how people do it and everything. But when we talk about collaboration, this is where the product ends, okay, and the real conversation begins, okay, because these are collaborative plans amongst these companies to create a seamless and effective blueprint for mm -hmm. success, success, all right, as Justin is saying, don't turn your head away, move yourself towards it, okay, and you will experience success, which is what we're all looking for in this AV industry, okay? So um, we're here talking Cedia tonight, all right? And yes, that's the focus. Well, let me tell you, what's happening here and now is the blueprint, okay, that people will follow on the Cedia side. And I see it happening right in front of me. But I got to tell you, there's people following on the commercial side, and I know this for a fact. And if you want, blue, and if you want blueprints, people, all right, if you want success, pay attention. All right, because Google has spoken, and Katie certainly has. We all listen to Katie anyway when she speaks. No, you don't think so? No. Well, we know we do. But anyway, the point I'm making here is there is something happening. Um, it's for the betterment and the benefit of the industry. Uh, and I think we have to take note of this um, for sure. No question about it. The, the Blueprint Alliance is a great example of the opportunities for your business that reside at Cedia. So, and, and, and Vin, I'd be remiss if I actually, you know, Cedia is almost a, an honorary member of this Blueprint concept because you actually fill a massive void in the education concept. And I think, Justin, you were saying that it's got one of the most robust education platforms or um, you know, uh, uh, regimens that you've seen, and that enables a far more efficient installation process, right? So we're not only filling in, you know, pieces of the puzzle that are new, Cedia here is actually simplifying pieces of the puzzle that are simply just getting more complex, mm -hmm. right? So we are all working here together to just create uh, an excellent uh, blueprint um, for uh, integrators to um, potentially adopt and ultimately, uh, 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 Justin, I think, as you put it, double your revenue, not lose your jobs, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, excellent comment. How's there. about that? I tell you, you know. Well, think Never about it. Double their revenue? I don't know. Think about I it. I mean, it's a good Sondike, Corey. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid of the simplicity. You're not going to lose your job. You're, it, I've heard that so many times, and not just in the resi market, but in the commercial market as well. Everyone fears the big C word and will fight it kicking and screaming because they feel that it's, it's this big looming, you know, boogeyman out in the distance that is working to swallow up the little AV guys and make it a part of the IT realm. They're literally handing us the ability to sit at the table and to document how we want to do this in our own environment. If you cannot see that at this point in time, and you cannot see what Cedia and Infocom are doing, they're throwing training at you for a reason. They're giving you the ability and the tools to build mm -hmm. yourself into a multifaceted, multi-purpose professional, a collaboration professional. Not just the AV person, but a collaboration professional. You're classless at that point in time, right? You don't have to fit into any one of these buckets. You can do anything. 
It's huge. It's literally, it, it's right there in front of you. So, so, so the CD show is the, uh, is the community. It's the physical presence that represents our industry. There's no better community than, than uh, the Cedia channel, right? It's a fun place to come together. The education, like you stated, Joey, you know, just yesterday I was at the Savant uh, Experience Center in New York City. I met with JC Murphy. We talked about his training for his Savant dealers and how the, the significance and importance of Cedia is to training those folks. He, Savant, Crestron, Control 4, they can't train the basics that their dealers need. That's where Obsidia steps in. So community, education, celebration, you find it all at the show in just two weeks. Well, think about it. I mean, back in the day when you wanted to, like, I'll, I'll really, I'll date myself now, I apologize. When you wanted to align a CRT projector, you wanted to align a three-gun projector, there was a process involved. And there was this manual that certain manufacturers would send, and it was a good inch and a half thick. And if you went to the one guy who knew how to do it, what he used the manual for was to prop the projector up or actually deflect the heat off the back to warm his lunch while he was aligning those things because it was on the job training, right? He figured it out trial and error. The manual was useless because it was just documentation. It did nothing for you. Now we have source repositories through Cedia, through other organizations that are just throwing this stuff at you to build you up and to get you the basics of what you need to succeed. I just it just it pains me to hear someone say you know i can't do this because i'm now afraid that an it guy is going to get my job right yeah see that's the whole it scare and you know what i tell you what avit let's just throw this in the garbage already or the av slash it you know i got to tell you vin the word technologist okay you put that word out there why don't we all be technologists? Let's be home technologists. Let's be commercial technologists. Let's be pro technologists. Call it what you will, all right? But let's all provide technology, provide the experience, okay? Do it in collaborative fashion. Pro provide a blueprint for it. I don't know, you know? I, 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 it's not that easy, but then again, it's not that difficult either. Well, we are technology companies. And then one who specializes in technology is a technologist. And our homeowner clients, they want a single point of contact for all their technology needs. Enough said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, and, you know, and it's interesting because that's just to kind of bring it home and start to go into the wind down. The wind down phase, I hate to say it, boys and girls, but yes, this show too does need to come to an end. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, in working with companies like Aiji, who now 2009, we started working with them and we realized back in 2009 that in order for a product that sits on the network and monitors the health uh, and well-being of connected devices on the internet and then would report that status should a deviation occur. In 2009, that was only seven years ago, the industry at large didn't really understand what that technology represented and what the, uh, what the future would hold for something like that. Now to see that as seven years later, we're, we are now having the conversation where all of the dots are starting to connect. And thing, you know, devices sitting on a network and how are they being monitored? How are they being managed? Who's going to service that deviation when it happens? It's not if it happens, boys and girls, it's when it happens. And it's all, we know now, thank you, Joey, that more often than not, it's the Apple TV. Um, it used to be the cable box, but since we've all cut that cord, um, we, have to, we have to think differently. And, you know, I, I joke when I say that, but thinking differently really is where we are. And as an industry, and especially going into CDA 2016, where the slogan is think big, I think it's think big, I think it's think differently. 
and clearly what Ben and Joey brought to the table tonight, I think, is a, is a clear uh, illustration of, of the fact that Cedia is different, it's better, and that this show is going to kick but I can't say the A word, so there we go. We keep it PG around here. I think this show's gonna be incredible. And so Vin, to you and your team, thank you for the energy and the effort that you've put into being different, thinking big, and encouraging the rest of the industry to do so as well. You know, Katie, I wanted to read one more statement from this, okay? And I think it's also big. And um, this was a statement supplied by Chris Chisholm of Portal by Supply Stream. So as dealers in the AV industry will benefit immensely as they will be able to more easily implement specialized software and scale up as they grow with seamless integrations. Again, we talk about, you know, seamless and software and scaling um, in different aspects of the industry as well. You know, I've got to say that all of these messages are so powerful. All right. And again, this is on the CDA side, but it can translate to any aspect of the industry. But I've got to tell you, Vin, I mean, you know, what's here is very, very powerful stuff. And Joey, um, you know, the collaborative efforts and everything, uh, this coming out of it, um, you know, I can only see some powerful things for, uh, for CDA ahead and CDA 2016. And, you know, all I can say is good luck and, you know, with all of this, uh, this is uh, this is very good stuff. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So I say with that, this has been this week's episode of Baby Power Up, Corey. Justin, it has, hasn't it? It has. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna Thanks get the last word in. What are you gonna do? I'm getting the last word in. Oh, you're getting the last word. In. I am. The I'm last sorry. Word. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a bomb, then I'm done. Okay. There are no more sides. We all have the same goal. It doesn't matter who you work for, if it's in a house or an office building, your job is to service the client and to ensure the client's needs are met. There are no more sides. We're all in this together. If you don't like it, I'm really sorry. It's going to happen. And that's Amen, it. brother. Cool. <laughs> if we ever had a second power up, that would be it. So, uh, hey, listen, uh, first of all, I'd like everybody out there listening, a big round of applause, standing ovation for Katie McGregor Bennett for uh, hosting this one. What a wonderful job I got to tell you. She's going to get another chance. You will, you will find oh, out she's going to get another chance. Uh, oh, Krista, she doesn't have to take over. So, uh, hi to you. Um, anyway, uh, I'd like to thank my guests, or our guests very much, Joey Kolchinski, One Vision Resources. Joey, thank you very much for coming on the thank show. Thank you, guys. And Vin Bruno, CEO of Cedia. Vin, uh, as before, thank you so much for joining us again. Vin, good luck with Cedia 2016. Thank we'll you. We'll talk more about it next week and uh, in a couple of weeks as well. So, uh, again, good luck and all great things, Vin. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me here. All right. And for my crew, uh, Katie McGregor-Bennett. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. All right. And Justin Watts with the last word. Thanks, man. Thank God this is over. I need more beer. <laughs> <laughs> and so do we all. Um, and uh, for my crew, for my guests, thank you all very much for listening. And we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>